Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. In the Maryland investigation. Also this morning on WTOP, British citizens paying tribute to the late Queen Elizabeth this week while King Charles III now delivers his first address as monarch. I speak to you today with feelings of profound sorrow. How a curfew will be strictly enforced in Prince George's County. In Glen Arden, I'm John Doman. D.C.'s 911 call center still has more work to do to improve. I'm Annalisa Gale. New 66 express lanes opening early. Much less congestion. This is Kyle Cooper. Gains on Wall Street closing Bell Friday to wrap that business week. The Dow was up 377. NASDAQ grabbed 250 points. The S&P picked up 61. Good morning. Welcome in. It's 3 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Eric Rubin in New York. In the United Kingdom, they have begun 10 days of national mourning. She was a queen for the people, although she was a queen, and way above all of us ordinary people, she was human, and she's shown that time after time. There will be an official ceremony today to announce Charles as king. He is already being called King Charles, but now Charles will be formally proclaimed king. This will come as the UK Ascension Council meets. The council is made up of mostly current and former senior officials. Once the Ascension is approved, there will be proclamations read by town criers across the nation. The Queen's body remains at her Scotland estate, Balmoral. The body is expected to be moved Sunday to Edinburgh. Still no official date has been set for the Queen's funeral. Steve Futterman, CBS News, London. President Biden says he has not spoken to the new king yet, but will be attending Queen Elizabeth's funeral. Firefighters working the Fairview Fire in Southern California are worried remnants of Hurricane Kay will make it worse with its winds and rain, and so are residents. It's still hot and humid, so yeah, it definitely feels like tropical weather right now. Uh, unusual to have a hurricane you know come up the coast that way tropical storm right now and i just hope it doesn't turn into a lot of flooding or anything spain's carlos alcaraz has reached his first grand slam final and given himself a chance to become number one at age 19. in doing so alcaraz ended francis tiafo's run as the u.s open in five sets alcaraz will face the fifth seed casper rude for the championship on sunday in Ukraine, an uptick in fighting around the Zaporizhia power plant has raised fears of a nuclear disaster. CBS's Nora O'Donnell has the latest. Shelling has knocked out power in a nearby city that fed the plant. The last reactor may have to be shut down, making the plant totally reliant on emergency diesel generators to prevent a nuclear accident. In Minneapolis, nine people were shot in a five-hour period Thursday into Friday. That has the community wondering how bad the weekend's going to be. While we're always talking about what the police do, bad things we got to do. We need to take a stand. It is time to take back our communities once and for all. And it can't be done by 5, 10, or 15 people. Everybody's got to come out. In New York, the governor has declared a disaster emergency over polio. She ordered an expansion of polio vaccination efforts after scientists detected the virus in wastewater on Long Island. This 
is CBS News. This is WTOP News. WTOP FM Washington. WWTFM Anassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live, or you could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. WTOP at 303. It's Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. 10th of September, 2022. Welcome in. It'll be partly sunny and dry today to start off with. Increasing clouds by late day. The high today, 80 degrees, 60 right now. I'm Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do right into this Saturday together. We begin with a curfew now in effect for young people locally in Prince George's County. And we're told it will remain in place for the next month. The question is, how will the county actually enforce this in the end? While it'll be enforced more strictly, county leaders say the first time someone 16 or under is caught violating the curfew, they'll be reminded about it and sent home. Subsequent violations will lead to phone calls from police asking a parent to pick their child up. Parents and businesses start facing the prospect of civil fines after the second violation, too. The curfew kicks in at midnight on weekends and 10 p.m. Sunday through Thursday. Now, in some cases, there are valid excuses for a 16-year-old or younger to be out during the late hours, like if they're coming home from work or a school event. It's okay if they're with a parent, too. In Glen Arden, John Dome in WTOP News. The leader of the office overseeing D.C.'s 911 call center is defending the office this week. This after an updated audit, which reveals apparently that the center still has some real issues. Yeah, the administration hasn't changed. The leadership hasn't changed. Former D.C. council member and now auditor Kathy Patterson says the D.C. 911 call center still has a long way to go after flaws were discovered in the potentially life-saving tool. Those issues range from inconsistencies in the call handling protocols to difficulties with finding 911 callers' locations. Since 31 recommendations were provided on how to improve in October, auditors only saw progress in about 23%. In a recent interview, the director of the 911 call center, Karima Holmes, says she now has an updated roadmap for completing the recommendations. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. WTOP News time, now 306. It's always big news in the DMV when there are new highway lanes to drive on. Heads up this morning, WTOP's Kyle Cooper tells us the western section of the new I-66 express lanes should be opened by midday today, this Saturday, September 10th, unless something unexpected were to happen. How could that be? Susan Shaw, director of mega projects for VDOT, says the new lanes between routes 28 in Centerville and 29 in Gainesville will be free for everyone until late September. So it will take a while for travelers to get used to exactly how to use the lanes. Um, we do have the benefit, I think, in our region of having and express lanes already up and running. The rest of the lanes from 28 to the Beltway should be open by the end of the year. On 66, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. WTOP at 307, an update on traffic and weather in one minute. Had to cut back recently. Well then, listen up. The free Upside app wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back on gas and food. 
It's time to stop compromising. Go grab dinner with friends, stock up at the grocery store, and fill up your tank without worrying about high gas prices. You shouldn't have to cut back just because of inflation. So stop compromising and start earning cash back. The free Upside app is here to help you get back to enjoying your everyday life. Worry-free. Download Upside and start earning cash back on gas and food today. Download the free Upside app and use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code C-U-T-B-A-C-K for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 on your first purchase. Stop compromising and start earning cash back with the free app. With the free app from Upside. Thank the Lord for the night you're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Good Saturday morning, the weekend, everybody. September 10th, we're the time now on WTOP as 308. And a precision AC tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We start in the district with crash activity in, I believe this is going to be in Columbia Heights officially. It's going to be 13th Street in Northwest, both directions near Clifton Street. With crash activity and following police direction, may have one overturned here. The freeway is okay. 295 is no reported delays. The work zone was eastbound or inbound, I should say, or westbound on New York Avenue near South Dakota Avenue. And a single lane was getting by. Capitol Beltway in Maryland. Earlier issues resolved. I believe we have all traveling nice and quiet. 95 Baltimore Washington Parkway. People behaving themselves. Please continue that trend. On 50 between the Bay Bridge and the Beltway. No reported delays in either direction. Across the Bay Bridge. Two lanes each way to and from the shore. In the district. <clears throat> Check that. And pardon me, uh, in Virginia, I should say, on 66, all the work zones remain intact. No serious delays getting through them, though the one eastbound on 66 is mighty long. After 123, you're going to be passing Nutley Street and getting all the way to the Beltway, single file to the right, the entire length before you get all your travel lanes back. And on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, the ramp to go west on 66, a single right lane gets by. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Area of low pressure currently to our south is pushing towards the north. That's going to continue to bring more cloud cover into the region. So our sunny start here through the morning hours will lead to more clouds this afternoon. And temperatures this afternoon will be in the lower 80s. We'll see rain develop here through the overnight hours, and rain will be heavy at times throughout your Sunday. It looks like the Commander's game is going to be rather damp and soggy. Make sure you're bringing your poncho and being mindful of the rain that's going to be coming our way. Showers will continue with mid-70s on Sunday, and then it looks like we'll start the drying process on Monday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. 70 in Annapolis, 61 buoy. You're waking up to 61 degrees in Leesburg this morning, 60 straight up. At our nation's capital, this 3 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, September 10th, this check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. A preview of the Washington Commander's Big Sunday game coming right up on WTLP this morning. It's 310. Welcome in. Virginia is for families. All sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. This is WTOP News. 
CBS News Special Report. Mourners of Queen Elizabeth attend a service at St. Paul's Cathedral in London, marking the first full day of the reign of King Charles III. Earlier, King Charles addressed his subjects for the first time since assuming the throne. He thanked his mother for her devotion to their family and the family of nations. That promise of lifelong service I renew to all today. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer with more on what's to come in the period of mourning for the late Queen. It's expected that the Queen's body will arrive in the next day or two at Holyrood House in Edinburgh, where all day people have been leaving flowers and farewells. After a service in the city's gothic St. Giles's Cathedral, her coffin will go on to London, and there she will lie in state so tens of thousands of people can pay their respects. CBS News Special Report, I'm Jennifer Kuiper. The Invasion of Ukraine. Updates and analysis 24-7, 365. Washington's Top News, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. To the world of sports, this early Saturday morning, the Washington Commanders have a new name and new uniforms. And come this weekend, Sunday afternoon at 1, at FedEx Field to be specific, we'll find out whether or not they also have new skills to win football games. The Jacksonville Jaguars are coming to town to kick off the Commander season. This morning, WTOP Sports Director George Wallace on the team's prospects. We can at least say, you know, it's the Commanders now. The team has a name, yeah. sharp new uniforms. I think most, if not all, would agree. I don't know. Yeah, you're going to see. <laughs> the, uh, the, the debut on Sunday will be the white tops, burgundy pants, and white socks. Mm-hmm. A lot of fans still not sure about those white uniforms. It's more red than burgundy, the numbers. Yeah. I think that's still uh, out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the, one of the other big question, questions is we've heard the new fight song and how much of a slow jazz version it is. Oh, no. Yeah. Will they switch it after all the feedback from that first preseason game? Yeah. Will they make, make up something different? You can't really play a slow jazz song after a touchdown. That's just me. George, those are all the peripheral issues. What the heck is going to happen? (laughs) What's going to happen on the field? Everybody seems to think it's going to be a three-point game against the Jaguars. It's just a question of which of these two dysfunctional teams manages to get it done. (laughs) No, and you're right. I think that is the big question mark. Like I've been saying, there's never been more of a must-win game one, I think, for this franchise and for so long. Ron Rivera has talked about year number three and how this is his quarterback, and you have to take that next step. There are weapons on offense. Chase Young is out on defense for the foreseeable future. The defense has to be better than it was last year. So will they come out and perform like he expects them to? I mean, this is a must-win in week one against Jacksonville. It is. And you mentioned the defense, and uh, this is supposed to be the strong point of the team, but they didn't exactly look good in preseason. No, they didn't. And that first game against Carolina, letting three or four third downs uh, be converted, that is a big concern. I think a lot of pressure on the coaches as well coming up this this, uh, early on in this season. Without Chase Young, how well will Montez Sweat do? How well will the secondary? We heard about how good the communication has been. And you're going to get a good test against Trevor Lawrence pretty quickly on Sunday. Your prediction was 23 20 20 to 17. 20 to 17 Commanders. Mine was 23 20 Jaguars. And Sean. Jacksonville 24, Washington 19. Wow, look at that. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It really is. It's really going to be interesting. WTOP's Sean Anderson, Dimitri Sotis, and Sports Director George Wallace talking there. The Commanders play this weekend. The Jaguars Sunday afternoon at 1 in Landover. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. 
traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Saturday morning, September 10th. Welcome to WTOP. Sports time indeed at 315. Once again, Frankie's turn this early hour. A breakthrough tournament that will not be forgotten for Francis Tiafo falls in the semifinals of the U.S. Open to Carlos Alcaraz. 6-3 in a decisive fifth set. Tiafo fought off a match point in the fourth set to win in a tie break, but in the end, Alcaraz just too good. Frustrating loss, even though it was an incredible performance from Tiafo. Too good from Carlos tonight. I gave everything I had. I gave everything I had for the last two weeks. Um, you know, honestly, I came here wanting to win the U.S. Open. I, I feel like I let you guys down. Um, this one really hurts. This one really, really hurts. It did hurt, but Tiafo did say that one day he's going to win the U.S. Open. Now, Alcaraz will play Casper Ruud for the men's title on Sunday. The winner becomes the new number one in men's tennis. Baseball, Nationals fall to Phillies 5-3. to three. Patrick Corbin took the loss, allowed five earned runs, struck out two, gave up two homers. Alex Call with a homer for the Nationals. Same two again Saturday from Philadelphia. The Orioles winners over the Red Sox 3-2 to two at Camden Yards. Commanders getting closer, opener against Jack. Jacksonville Sunday, but no safety camp curl. He's out with a thumb injury as the uh, commanders are a slight favorite over the Jags week one NFL. Francis Tiafo's run is over at the U.S. Open. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOV Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 316, Saturday morning, September 10th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Among the top stories we're following for you this 3M a hour here on WTOP. King Charles III delivering his first address this week as the new British monarch following the death also this week of his mother, Queen Elizabeth II. I too now solemnly pledge myself throughout the remaining time God grants me to uphold the constitutional principles at the heart of our nation. A reminder locally, the western section of the new Interstate 66 Express Lanes in Virginia should be open, we're told, by midday today, this Saturday. September 10th, if all goes according to plan, they say, the lanes will be free for everyone until later this month so drivers can get familiar with the traffic pattern. The Justice Department and former President Trump's lawyers breaking news overnight, officially separately submitting their proposed candidates to serve as special master in the Mar-a-Lago probe. The two sides are at odds right now on just how the process should work and what the scope of duty should be for the individuals. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It is 317. The defense for R. Kelly and two co-defendants has rested at the R&B singer's trial on charges of trial fixing, child porn, and enticing minors for sex. They concluded their case this week Friday after the main defense witness, Kelly, uh, co-defendant, and his former uh, business manager named Darrell McDade ended his three days of testimony. Prosecutors get a chance to call rebuttal witnesses from the sides will then deliver closing arguments. Jury deliberations likely to begin and not until next week. Kelly and McDavid are charged with fixing Kelly's 2008 state trial by threatening witnesses and concealing video evidence. Both also face child porn charges. Stay tuned. Good Saturday morning, September 10th. Where the time now on WTOP is 318. And good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dean. We're going to lead with something new that we just, in fact, we just, we're just hearing about it and then got the caller to give us all sorts of information. The new crash in Great Falls, Virginia. That's where we start on Georgetown Pike near Riverbend Road. 
with the crash activity right smack dab in the middle of the roadway. It was in the eastbound lanes, we understand, but that doesn't make a great deal of difference because there's only one lane of travel in each direction on that stretch of Georgetown Pike. So once the first responders get here, get there, which I assume they are probably doing right now, we're probably going to have all lanes blocked basically between Lee Mill Road and Old Dominion Drive on Georgetown Pike, Virginia Route 193. Elsewhere in the Sovereign Commonwealth on 66, all the work zones are still there, still active, still intact, and pretty easy to negotiate, especially that long one on 66 eastbound after 123. A right lane getting by the work all the way to the Capitol Beltway. 50 eastbound, the ramp to go west on 66 blocked for weekend work. You'll have to go down to Waples Mill Road, make the U-turn, and go back on westbound 66 to catch up on, or westbound 50, I should say, to catch up on westbound 66. On the Alder Loop at the Capitol Beltway, the westbound the ramp to westbound 66, the right lane is getting by. The inner loop still with some issues near Arlington Boulevard. Exit 50 for Route 50, right lane blocked by an incident, and there was apparently quite a bit of debris in the roadway as well. It's already eaten some tires and stuff. Extra caution, stay left to get by. In Maryland, on the Capitol Beltway, no reported delays. 95 BW Parkway remaining quiet in the district. In, in uh, Columbia Heights, the crash activity, 13th Street Northwest at Clifton Street Northwest, following police direction. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Clouds will continue to push into the region, mostly cloudy this afternoon. Temperatures for your Saturday will be in the lower 80s. Rain develops tonight, and it looks like on and off rain showers could be heavy at times for the entirety of Sunday. Temperatures in the lower to middle 70s for highs. A few showers possible here on Monday and Tuesday, but drying out by a Wednesday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Ryan Miller. Right now, we're looking at 60 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 61 in Centerville, 68 now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber. WTOP at 321. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. The following is a paid commercial message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. This week we celebrate Labor Day, a holiday to honor the hard work and determination of those who built and continue to build our country. There is goodness, value, and dignity in work from the contributions of those who toiled during the infancy of our nation to the men and women of today who add to our comfort and quality of life. May no one be without employment, may all be paid fairly, and may each person receive respect in their workplace. As Pope Francis says, work is more than a mere doing. It is above all a mission. Jesus invites us to follow in his footsteps through work. May we always value the dignity of work and never forget its ultimate purpose, to praise God and to serve one another. This is WTOP News. Saturday morning, it's 322 on WTOP. Former President Donald Trump has raised a massive amount of money we hear through his Save America Political Action Committee. And some Republicans these days are apparently angry at him that Mr. Trump does not want to spend much of that cash to help GOP candidates, at least not yet, ahead of the November midterms. This morning, Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell on the amount of money the former president has actually raised. The former president has a massive war chest. With his three political committees, it's about $112 million. That's just the cash he has on hand, not including how much he's already spent. And there's a lot of Republicans who wish Donald Trump 
would share his campaign finances to help Republicans win in the midterms. They don't expect that he's going to. But this desire for Trump to step in comes as the Senate Republican Campaign Committee has a huge cash crunch. It just has $20 million cash on hand. Republican Senate candidates have been outraised by their Democratic counterparts, and they are in need of cash now, and they wish Donald Trump would step in. Leanne, let's turn to the issue of codifying same-sex marriage. The Respect for Marriage Act passed the House back in July, but it has yet to pass the Senate. What's the latest there? That's right. Well, uh, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer announced that he will hold a vote on the same-sex marriage bill in the coming weeks. Now, this comes as a small bipartisan group of senators is working to find 10 Republican votes in order to support this, in order for it to pass. At issue is some Republican concerns about protecting religious liberty and ensuring that polygamous marriages do not become legal in this legislation. So they're working to clarify language and hoping to get those 10 Republicans to support it in a vote that could happen as early as next week. Some Senate Democrats are talking about adding the gay marriage bill to a stopgap spending bill to prevent a government shutdown. What are the chances of that? Those chances are very low. Republicans actually don't want it, and a lot of Democrats don't want it either. It was a trial balloon that was floated and fell very flat, so the vote is expected to be a standalone bill. That's Washington Post live anchor Leanne Caldwell, who also co-authors The Early 202, talking with Mike and Michelle. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Learning more about news in our region doesn't need to be time-consuming. Just spend 20 minutes with the DMV Download podcast each weekday afternoon. Conversations with newsmakers. Dr. Anthony Fauci. If we all pull together, we will be able to get control of it. Going deep on stories across the DMV. Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Conti. When you talk about mass shootings, it is the thing that keeps me up at night. Megan Cloherty and Luke Garrett make it easy to listen and learn more about the stories and people that make a difference in how you live. Presented by Steamfitters Local. 602. WTOP News Time now 325. Money News at 25 and 55. Jeff Clayball with us this early hour to wrap your business week. The Dow finished Friday up 377 points, a gain 3% for the week. Household net worth fell by $6.1 trillion in the second quarter, the biggest quarterly drop on record. The average price of a home sale is almost 1% lower than a year ago, the first annual drop since January 2011. No one has claimed the $1.3 billion Mega Millions lottery prize from July. If not by September 27th, the lump sum payment option goes away. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Had to cut back recently? Well then, listen up. The free Upside app wants to get you back to living your best life by getting you cash back on gas and food. It's time to stop compromising. Go grab dinner with friends, stock up at the grocery store, and fill up your tank without worrying about high gas prices. You shouldn't have to cut back just because of inflation. So stop compromising and start earning cash back. The free Upside app is here to help you get back to enjoying your everyday life. Worry-free. Download Upside and start earning cash back on gas and food today. Download the free Upside app and use promo code CUTBACK for an extra $10 cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code CUT.